Lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only got one shot. Do not miss the chance to blow. This opportunity runs once in a lifetime. You better listen to Tess and Fee. <laughs> Did you get that from the Lions game? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. I yeah. have to admit, having them have M&M as like their hype person, it's spokesperson. It's kind of the best it can get. The best. Yeah. They were so ingenious with having them there. Yeah. I mean, I paid more attention. I was like, dude, yes. I mean, I was already cheering for the Lions, so. And super happy they went. Also, did you see that super cute old man that was 89 years old? Yes, the season ticket holder. For 66 years. years. Yes. And I was like, I loved how the NFL actually showed that. They were like talking about the celebrities that were there that were cheering on the Lions and stuff. But they were like, let's also talk about these people who are the real champions for this team. This man. And they showed him. He's 89. I loved it. I also have to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to me. Always do. <laughs> um, to the Buffalo Bills fans who showed up oh at their God. stadium to shovel it out. That was, Bravo. That was a lot of fucking snow. Bravo yeah. to all of you. That, that is insane. dedication. Yeah. That is people who actions speak louder than words. They said they would be there. They said they would help. They showed up. And they did it. Mm-hmm. And the videos, the photos, and everything of everything those fans did, like, kudos to all of you because we know it wasn't warm. We know it's not easy. And, I mean, that is... Yeah, I saw one guy with his shirt off in the snow, and I was like, what is happening? That must be so cold. (laughs) But it probably got so hot. Like, that's... Shoveling a driveway is a lot of work, let alone shoveling an entire stadium that's got, what, 60,000 people, and you're shoveling around the seats for each of them? Also, I would like to shout out again to another Buffalo Bill, Josh Allen, for your 52-yard That was insane! Touchdown. So good. You are a beast, and you are an exceptional athlete and quarterback. You must have been so tired after that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what a beast to run that. Oh. 52 yards good for the touch. Good for and, like, running when, it. I know. And, like, when I... And also, to his offensive defenseman who blocked everybody mm-hmm. to allow him to go and get that touchdown. Yeah. It was like, amazing. I really enjoyed that game. That was that was probably one of the better games. We saw a few blowouts. We talked about our picks last week. <sighs> we saw a few blowouts that weren't so great, but we did have some good games. Yeah. The Lions game, the Rams, one point. I know you weren't thrilled with taking the I knee. didn't really care. Yeah, well, I don't. I just don't like that. You've got like over a minute to play and knee. Me. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. I, I, I hate that. Like, I, I get it. And I get both points because... Because if my team, I'd be like, need it! Put your knee down now! But honestly, it's such a combo. Like, yeah. you have a minute... Like, I'm in a minute and something, whatever it was, a minute 30 or whatever it was. Yeah. That's a lot of game to play in football. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot. And you're just going to yeah. fucking knee it? Ugh, I hate it. It's just not yeah. exciting as a, for a fan. Yeah. But for them, I mean... I was thrilled it's a for win if you knew. yeah, thirty-two years of not winning a playoff Ooh. game. Amazing job! I think they did great. Yeah, I was thrilled to see the Packers win as well. They I have... can't believe that. No, but I don't think they're going to win next um, game. Yeah, you never know. You never know, but I don't think it's their gonna young happen. quarterback had an exceptional game. I think Purdy will have a better game. 
Well, yeah, you're playing the 49ers. Yeah, it's going to be a little I bit. I think it's going to be a tough game. Oh. Also, uh, the Buccaneers quarterback. Yes. I um, love him. Mayfield. What, Mayfield. What a young, intelligent, skilled athlete. He's, I love him. Yeah. He, he has a long career and, well, God bless no injuries, yeah. but um, that was an exceptional game. He played exceptionally. They deserved the win. Because you see Stafford in his hand. I know. Oof. And then his shoulder. Man, he plays through some injuries. Bullshit. Good for him. Yes. And I mean, the reception through, like, for Stafford and Goff, I mean, good for you guys. However, I will say boo to you fans who booed Stafford and his family. He showed up. He had a good game. He had a great game. If you don't like him, Leave it. Yeah. You don't need to boo him. No. He showed up. He played a great game. And through a lot of injury, too. So, fuck off. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't appreciate you fans. No. Don't boo him. We celebrate you, Stafford. You're incredible. Don't listen to the haters. Yeah. And what we were talking about earlier, not that it was a small victory. for Well, it was big victory for being in the playoffs and playing such an incredible game. But the small wins. Hmm. We like the small wins. We like wins. the small wins that don't get celebrated. Yeah. Small wins. Enough. Enough. Yeah, Enough. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you might celebrate yourself and be like, good for me. Or your friend be like, good for her. But it's never like a... And often we actually yeah. disregard them because yeah. we think that they're not worthy. And we're like, oh, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But celebrate your small victories. Yeah. Whether it's you said to yourself this year, whether it's a resolution or however you phrase it to yourself or your focus for the year... Um, maybe you want your health to be a focus. And for the first couple weeks, you've really focused on it. Celebrate that. Mm-hmm. If you've done a good job, you've stuck to it, and you've really been focusing on it, celebrate that. Yeah. For Tessa and I, we have some small wins. I've started running again. I mean, I had to take a little break, A, because the weather was bone chilling cold. Little, little chilly. Little, little nipply. And bronchitis didn't help. Oh, yeah, the bronchitis, yep. Um, and for you... Back in Aquafit. But not only the Aquafit. You said last My year. My me time. And Aquafit is great because it's both health and me time. Even though I can't swim, it's fine. I'm still here. She can't swim. I'm good. Legit. I'm good. She will drown you. Don't ever yes. go swimming with her in the deep end. <laughs> she will drown you. She will I hold on to, to you the, and drown you. I stick to the shallow end of my Aquafit class for that reason. Proud of you. And I'm also happy for you and everyone else there because you would drown others. Yeah. yeah, it's important to celebrate the small wins. So if you feel like you've done something great to start the year, celebrate yourself. Tell other people. Yeah. Celebrate Even if you it. think it's small and it's insignificant. 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 <laughs> it's big. Yeah. You celebrate it. Any win is a win. Yeah. And win honestly, when you pile up all those small wins, it generally leads to a pretty big win. Yeah. Because if you continue with these small wins, they start to snowball. And then all of a sudden, maybe it's, you know, your habits change and things start to spiral in your life in a really positive way that you start making like better choices. And you're like, yeah, I was going to go through the drive through but instead I went to the grocery store, prepared myself a healthy meal and I feel 20 times better. And then I hit the gym. Yeah. Like, or just feeling better about it. Like, yes, you know what? I did that. And I feel way better. And I will also say, even a small win, 
is going through the drive-thru, eating your drive-thru, and not shaming yourself mm-hmm. after for eating that drive-thru that you were craving. Exactly. That's also a small is, win. There's a lot of small wins out there. Yeah. And yeah, small wins, we need to be easier on ourselves, kinder to ourselves. Because guess what? Sometimes we want, like, deep-fried food. And instead of depriving ourselves and then after beating ourselves up yep. for eating it, have that food, feel good about it. If that's what you want and that's what your body said, eat it. Don't beat yourself up. And then celebrate yourself for not beating yourself up for giving in to the craving yep. that you wanted. Winning! Exactly. Winning. Winning. But it is a bah, lot... Bah, bah. Ooh, <laughs> I like this. It is a lot easier to say these things than to put them to action. Mm-hmm. This is also true. And Tess and I this week have been having a lot of discussions about an iconic phrase. Actions speak louder than words. And this is a topic that is so broad and can really be discussed at a high level, low level, big things but also really small things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about like scenarios in situations where people, you know, like people who might continuously cheat and they always like, I want to do better. I'm so sorry. But if you continue to do this behavior, you're, you're lacking respect for the other person, but generally the person you're lacking respect for is yourself. If you don't love yourself enough, then you're not going to love yourself or someone else enough to be able to be like, I'm missing something in my life because you don't just cheat for no reason. So if you're continuing to do behaviors, maybe figure out why you're doing them and then learn to communicate. Mm-hmm. Communication is huge. Huge. And, and that comes into the actions and <coughs> uh, actions speak louder than words. But then they also have to match each other. 100%. Because if you say something to somebody and yeah, your, yeah, actions, I'm gonna do it. I, your actions don't match it, then that doesn't really work either. And we were saying earlier that it can be little things, maybe in your relationship, where you ask someone to do something and you say, hey, can you go to the grocery store? Or, hey, this is my love language. And... If your words are continuously ignored and the things you're asking are continuously ignored, and even if they say, yes, I'm going to do it. Yes, I heard you. Yes, yes, yes. And they're saying all the right things. And you're like, okay, if they continuously, their actions don't match what they're saying to you, you eventually give up asking. Because you just figure there's no point in asking anymore. I might as well do it myself. Or I'm not going to ask anymore because clearly you're not listening to me. It's not going to happen. And what that actually happens is that you then have a need that's unmet because through all the asking, they're not listening to you. And you kind of figure, I'm going to stop asking because you're not even listening to me. Mm-hmm. And so what's the point? Because you keep telling me that you're going to change or you keep telling me that you hear me and that you're going to do these things. But if you don't actually do them, What's the point? Because it's clear that you're not asking. And what it builds is resentment in a relationship over time. And any type of relationship. 100%. Like, if if you say you're sorry, that's a phenomenal first step. 
But for most of us, for some people, a sorry is enough. And they're and people like lip service. Let's face it, everyone likes lip service. Yeah. They are like, oh, but they're so sweet. Everything they say is so great. They apologized. Even if their actions don't match, there's so many people, and we've all been guilty of this, who then go, oh, yeah, but then they do it again. Yeah. Or they say something to you and you're like, oh, okay, I, I love this. This is so good. Yeah. This is going to be great. And then, yeah, it just never changes and it never happens. And then you're continuously getting you're hurt. You're let down. Yeah. You're continuously hurt. You're continuously let down. You're continuously disappointed. And like Tessa said, this happens in a lot of different relationships where people will say things and it's lip service. Mm -hmm. They'll tell you what you want to hear in that moment. Or what they think you want to hear. Yes. And also, a lot of the time, it's for their own personal gain, unfortunately. There's people who will tell you what you want to hear so that they can get something that they want. And usually it makes themselves feel better. Mm -hmm. Or people that think that, oh, a simple apology. If I apologize to you... Everything's good. Everything's good. That's enough. No matter how bad I hurt you, no matter what I said... If I just say sorry, it's all swept under the rug. I know your personality. I know you're just going to be like, smile and forget and forgive. And all is great. Yeah. Take advantage of the fact that in a lot of relationships, you love that person. So you want to believe them. You want to believe that they're sorry. You take advantage of their feelings. Exactly. But the only way to truly show somebody that you care is to change your actions. And I'm sure we've all been in situations where we've either been the person doing those things or on the receiving end. Mm -hmm. I know I've been on the receiving end and I know that I've also done those things. I've had relationships where I wasn't great to somebody and I kept probably over promising things I couldn't deliver on. And it wasn't the lack of care. It was the lack of a confidence, self-love, and at the time it was the wrong relationship and there was just something wrong. And I just, I didn't communicate that I was missing things from my life. So, and maybe that had grown through resentment of not having like stop asking for things because they weren't being heard and they weren't being mad. Um, and also I've also been in relationships of all kinds where I put myself out there to share my emotions, to share my feelings that have either been dumbed down, nullified, maybe validated, but it's just been lip service. And I also feel like with regarding that, I think you and I are the same personality in the sense that we're very much a people pleaser. Mm. So we accept when people are like, oh, okay, sorry. You're like, yeah, I won't do this again. We're like, okay, perfect. Because we don't want to start a conflict, no. we don't want to start a fight, and we don't want to necessarily indulge how much you've maybe hurt us mm -hmm. or said something that offended us or we didn't like because we just kind of are like, okay, we'll, we'll let it go. We're, we'll let it go. Like, we're easy. We're people pleasers. We just want everything to be great. We want the relationship to be fine. I don't want to say anything to offend you. I don't want to start a conflict. I don't want to start a fight. No. So we let a lot of things go. And you and I don't like to live in conflict, yeah. where some people really enjoy that. Yeah. You yeah. and I aren't people that like to live in conflict. Yeah. We like to resolve it. Yeah. 
and we like to move forward from it. So I think sometimes, depending on the relationship, what is depending on what is said to us mm -hmm. or what is done to us, no matter how bad it is, we are very bad at just kind of accepting it for what it is and face value. And we just try and move on from it because we don't want to go to that mm -hmm. place. But you and I are also at the age we are where we are now learning that this behavior and everything is not really acceptable in our lives anymore and that we're not going to stand for it. And we've become, we've become better, uh, more confident in the fact that we're, we're going to shut it down and we're going to be like, you know what, you know what, you did hurt my feelings. This isn't how I want to be talked to. I don't like this attitude. And we're getting a lot better at showing that boundaries. This, yeah, boundaries and that this matters to us and that what we say when we say it, we're being truthful and we don't deserve that kind of even like and, and I think also that we're also saying like if we are saying something, we're gonna follow through and we want the same from other people. And when that and we're getting better at hearing people what they say, but also listening we're getting better at listening even better to what people do because mm -hmm. there was that quote that I think I shared with Tessa and it was like, um, what did, it was like, listen to the way, or maybe you can pull it up. Cause you know that I'm bad with those. Is it in a text message? Yeah. Oh God, we text a lot. Um, listening to the way people treat you, like the way people treat you, you need to listen. Was it Instagram or text? I think it was, I, it was a text. There was a couple texts that were like relatively the same. There's a lot of football in here. I know I'd look on my phone, but we're using it. People may not always tell you how they feel about you, uh -huh. but they will always show you pay attention. That's one that I was thinking of is like, and then there's the other one that you sent me that says there's nothing quite as stressful and frustrating as not knowing where you fit in someone's life. When their words and actions don't match, get curious. This mismatch tell you there are words they are afraid to speak. Quit chasing and convincing people you are worthy of honesty. The right person recognizes that you are an exceptional human being. Truth. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's the thing is that Tessa and I were having this conversation because we value our relationship. We value our friendship. And we talk about it all the time. All the time. We're so open and honest with each other. But the other thing is, is that we accept each other for our flaws. Mm -hmm. And when we have an issue, we actually do talk about yeah. it. And, you know, Tessa and I were talking about an incident where a text came off wrong. And it was like, wow, that hurt. But also... If you're good friends, sometimes your friends have to hit you with those hard yeah. truths and they're not coming at you at a place of hate or that they hate you or think poorly of you. They're coming at you at a place of love to say, hey, listen, your actions lately have hurt me. And it's generally actions that hurt people. Words people usually get over because they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But actions can hurt you sometimes. Yeah. So... Remember that if you want to promise someone something, follow through. Because if you don't, what you're losing isn't necessarily a friend right away but or relationship, but you're losing their trust. And slowly, if you continuously lose your trust of a friend or 
partner or whatever, you're going to slowly lose that person because they'll stop trusting what you say and they'll just start thinking of you as lip service. And And you just don't believe it anymore. It's like you say something, they reply and you're like, yep, heard that same song and dance before. Like, okay. And then you want to believe that something's going to be new or change or. And when you love somebody, it's so hard. One of the hardest things to admit is that someone doesn't love you enough to either tell you the truth, the hard truth that either maybe they don't want to be with you. They don't want to be friends with you or whatever it is. And you want to believe all the things that they're saying. And it's so hard to admit that maybe they just don't care about you anymore, or they just don't respect you the way that you had thought or respected them. And like we had talked about earlier, our personalities, we are very into taking on other people's emotions, Mm. other people's tones, Mm -hmm. other people's body language. So when people are telling us things or anything, we take that on very personally. Mm -hmm. And then Again, we don't like conflict, so sometimes we tend to just, like, try and make everything better, even though we might not agree with the situation or the words or the actions, but we just kind of go, we don't like the conflict, so let's just try and make this work. (laughs) Yeah. It's 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 hard. It is hard. And I think, though, throughout the years, you and I have built a lot of confidence, and I think, as well, we've established good relationships with our partners, with each other, where... You know, we can have those hard conversations. We can bring things up to each other. And we know that it's coming from a place of love. The other thing, too, is that if you regard the other person in a high regard, have the conversation that might be hard, whatever you're feeling, because it helps to show why your actions might be a little off. Yeah. But have that respect for the other party to say, like, if you highly regard it and I respect this relationship and I want to see this work with us, that's why I'm coming to you. But honestly, if you don't care about a relationship, then you may not have that. But Tess and I, the reason why we're still friends after all these years is because we make each other a priority. We communicate But we also look at each other in a really high regard. And if we do have something that is bothering us, that we've seen, if we're worried about the other person, we talk about it. Even if it's not easy. And like we said, it's like, oh, that was hard to hear. We still have those hard conversations. And we also know that, A, it's coming from a place of love. And B, it's coming from a place of concern, like... And also when we do, not that it happens often, but if we do have those issues, we talk about it. We talk about real quick and we just move on. Like we're not going to drag on about it the whole night and be like, well, this was said and this was said and your feelings and my feelings and you did this and I did that. Like, no, it's just like, this is my concern or this is what's going on. We talk about it openly and honestly. We discuss it and then we move on like very quickly. And I think the other thing is that we approach things generally in a way that's not like you did this. Yeah. It's more, it's of not a, a blame game. No, it's never a blame game. Never. It's like we approach it in a, in a way that's like, when this happened, this really hurt my feelings or my feelings are getting really hurt because it's not like you did this yeah. you or you didn't do this. It's like, 
no, this, this is actually really hurting my feelings. Yes. And, and it's like, but, and, and people so often take that personally. And it's yeah. not, if you listen to what the person is saying, it's their feelings yeah. and you have to respect that and how they are feeling with whatever you have said or done actions and words, words, <laughs> you have to respect that. You can't defend yourself or get mad at them for their feelings and how they're feeling. I mean, you and, can, like, but... you can, but that's stupid because <clears throat> that's not how it works. You can't be like, I can't be like, Fiona, the way you're feeling is stupid. I don't like your words. You're annoying me. Like, this is how you're feeling. I'm going to respect that. We're going to discuss it. We're going to get over it and we're going to move on. Yeah. That's how it is. You can't get mad at somebody for coming at you, telling you how they are feeling in a certain situation, mm -hmm. a certain moment. Or there's no wrong there's no feeling. wrong feeling. You no. can't get mad at someone for how they're feeling. You no. can maybe not understand why they're feeling mm -hmm. that way, but you cannot get mad at them. No, and this that's why it's like feeling. And that's why it's easier if you're ever having a conflict with somebody and you're struggling, it's easier to approach it from a you perspective. Mm -hmm. Like I'm feeling really hurt by what's happened. These are my feelings of what has happened. Mm -hmm. This is how I feel about what you said to me the other day. This yeah. is how I feel about that comment. Yeah. Because you or, can't go about it as you did this to me. You did that to me because no. then people get on the defensive. Yes. Then it opens up a whole can of worms. Then things yeah. get crazy. And then it can be competitive. Yeah, and it's, it's like, just, it doesn't go anywhere. You, if you go out someone and say, you did this, then they're going to come back and say, yeah, but you did that. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. It and, becomes a, a insignificant fight. Like, yeah. If when, when people are hurt for, and, for no reason and generally it's two people that actually care about each yeah. other that are hurting but they're not hearing the other because they're defending their own yeah. actions which is fine but, but if they're you, not hearing they're not hearing it so if you come to me and say this is how you made me feel with this action or yeah. a word then i'm going to be more ears i'm going to yeah. be like oh i feel really i'm sorry like i did not know this mm -hmm. thank you for coming to me mm -hmm. i want to understand how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way and then I will come back at you and say, well, I'm sorry that the comment that I made, maybe you misunderstood. Yeah. I'm not going to um, disrespect your feelings because that's not fair. And if you came at me and was like, that's dumb to feel yeah, that way. You can't. It's like, okay. Everyone has feelings. Yeah. You can't get mad at me for my feelings or how I took and something. I would say that probably like 75% of conflicts are misunderstanding. When someone said something unintentionally yeah. without thought they spoke off the cuff generally people don't intend to hurt somebody else's feelings it just happens or there's a miscommunication or, or tone too or there's no communication well, there's that and that's generally when people get hurt is that there's either no communication miscommunication or it's just tone and it was taken out of context or something yeah. was said like maybe i made an off the cuff comment about something that was actually really personal to Tessa and then Tessa comes to me and is like you know when you made that that actually really hurt because this is something that I really struggle with or that I don't find funny and by you saying that kind of yeah degraded my feelings and you know not something that I want to hear yeah exactly and mistone is a lot too sometimes you say something and you're like whoa where did that come from and especially like you're just with getting... text yeah, especially with text. Like, I can text you something, and you're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah fine. What's her problem? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, you said it this way. I'm like, oh, oh. did I? Because I didn't actually mean to. Yeah. 
texts and this tone is huge and when even you read in, and you read into text even yeah. not even a text you can say something and you're like whoa that came out really bitchy like yeah. i really didn't mean that i don't know where that came from but well, it, i mean it, it's because you are quite the bitch so i mean well, it's no surprise <laughs> i'm rude and i'm a bitch people tell me that all the time <laughs> characteristics people don't label tessa with anyways if you really care about someone respect them try to make sure that your actions are matching what your words are saying and communication yeah and if you're having a hard time with your words maybe try rephrasing it in a me way of what's happening with you not putting the blame on the person the other thing with that too is I <laughs> I've done this with you so many times. I'm really not good with words and expressing mm -hmm. myself, especially through text. Yeah. So 90% of the time when I text Fiona, I'll say, I don't know the word or I don't know the phrase or this is going to come across rude. Yeah. So that she knows where I'm coming from. Yeah. I'm not really good with the English language, with processing my thoughts into the proper mm -hmm. words and yeah. whatever. So I will tell you yeah. beforehand. Don't take this personally. I don't know the word for it. I don't know how to say this without sounding mean. So that you know when yeah. you get my text, if it sounds a bit off, yeah. rude, yeah, yeah. or it's the wrong word, you're like, oh, yeah. I know what she's trying to say. I know what she's trying to say, and it's not rude. Yeah, but and it's you're just... like, I know what she's trying to say. Whereas yeah. if I didn't tell you that, you might be like, whoa, whoa settle down. Bitchy pants. But I, you know, yeah. <laughs> but I will tell you. Yeah. I'll be honest with you and open with you and say it. Oh, yeah, I don't know the right word. I don't know. This is going to sound mean. Mm -hmm. But this is how it comes off in my brain. And sometimes from my brain to the text or to the email yeah. or to the words. Like, yeah. I just, I can't express what I'm thinking properly. Yeah. So that's also a problem. Yeah. At the end of the day, communication is key. Yeah. Just communicate. Be as open and honest as you can. Exactly. And you know what? Sometimes in all relationships, you have to hurt someone's feelings. It doesn't mean that you're mean or that you're cruel or you're a bad person. Sometimes if a relationship no longer works for you, it's okay to say that. Yeah. It's going to hurt, but what's going to hurt more and in the longer term is by not saying that it's going to hurt more people. So if things don't work for you anymore, find a nice way to say it and just say. Also, instead of using that person for benefits, maybe, or to make yourself feel better, that's not fair to string someone else along for yeah. your own personal gain. gain. Yeah. If you're not in that same headspace or relationship, friend, family, whatever. Yeah. It's not really fair. Communicate yeah. on it. Communication. Key. 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 <laughs> <laughs> on that lovely okay. note, stay warm, everyone. We hope you're having a fabulous week. We hope it snows. Cheers. Cheers. Next week, we will talk about Super Bowl snacks. Or maybe we'll wait until the week before the Super Bowl. That so would that, be better because yeah. then we can talk about the teams are in it and who are cheering for us. Yeah, yeah. And this week, we are cheering for... 49ers, the Ravens. Are we? The Bills. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> You're fine.